This is the emdocs.net podcast with Britt Long and Manny Singh. We bring you high-yield content about what you're seeing every day in the ED. Today on the emdocs.net podcast, we're looking at part two of controversies in diverticulitis. Last time we looked at imaging, specifically when you need to think about ordering a CT. Today we're going to focus on antibiotics for patients with uncomplicated diverticulitis. There's been a major push in the literature and even guidelines to not use antibiotics for patients with uncomplicated diverticulitis. Let's look at some of these RCTs and also the guidelines. We're going to start with the AVOD trial. This was published in the British Journal of Surgery in 2012. It was an open-label, multi-center RCT that compared broad-spectrum antibiotics to just IV fluids in adult patients with CT-confirmed uncomplicated diverticulitis. Authors excluded patients who are immunosuppressed, those with peritonitis, and those with sepsis. The primary outcome was recovery without complications after 12 months of follow-up. In total, they included 623 patients. There was no difference in the primary outcome of complications and the need for emergency surgery. The recurrence rate and length of hospital stay were also the same between groups. There are several limitations with this RCT. First, it was too small to eliminate any rare harms or potential adverse events. Second, it was open-label, and that means there's a high risk of bias. Our second RCT is the Diablo study. This was also published in the British Journal of Surgery, but in 2017. The Diablo study was an open-label, multi-center, pragmatic, non-inferiority trial that compared antibiotics, basically amoxicillin clavulanate for two days IV, then oral for eight days, to symptomatic management in adult patients with their first episode of uncomplicated diverticulitis. Interestingly, they did include patients with abscesses up to 5 centimeters in size, but they excluded patients who were septic or immunocompromised. The intervention in this RCT is that patients were discharged if they were PO tolerant, had no fever, their pain was controlled with acetaminophen to a score of less than 4 out of 10, and they were capable of their normal baseline activity. The primary outcome was time to recovery. Authors included 570 patients. There was no difference in the primary outcome of time to recovery. It was 14 days in patients without antibiotics and 12 days in those receiving antibiotics. Hospital admission was shorter in the no antibiotic group by about one day. ED revisit rates were higher in the patients who did not receive antibiotics. Overall, this is an important trial, but early discharge from the hospital is probably tied to that rate of revisits. Patients are more likely to be symptomatic and have complications in those first couple days of their illness. Rates of surgery and recurrence were identical between the groups, 
So those revisits were probably not reflective of long-term health in this study population. The third trial is the STAND RCT. This was published in 2020 in Clinical Gastroenterology and Hepatology. This was a double-blind, placebo-controlled, multi-center RCT that compared antibiotics to placebo in adult patients who were admitted to the hospital. All included patients had acute, uncomplicated diverticulitis with a Hinchley class of 1A. This means there was no evidence of perforation, abscess, or peritonitis. They excluded patients who were immunocompromised or those who met two or more SERS criteria. The primary outcome was the length of hospital stay. The secondary outcomes included occurrence of adverse events, readmission to the hospital, the need for a procedural intervention, a change in the serum markers of inflammation, and worsening patient-reported pain scores at 12 and 24 hours. Authors included 180 patients. There was no significant difference in the hospital length of stay between patients who received antibiotics and the placebo group. There was also no significant difference between groups in the rate of adverse events, readmission to the hospital within one week, and readmission to the hospital within 30 days. Overall, this trial is pretty small, which makes it difficult to draw clear conclusions. But once again, there was really no difference between the antibiotics and no antibiotics group in the rate of adverse events, and there was a shorter length of stay in patients who did not receive antibiotics. Even though they looked at adverse events, this was just an underpowered study to detect these rare but serious issues, whether it be from an infection or from the antibiotics themselves. Also, this trial only looked at admitted patients, but most patients with uncomplicated diverticulitis are treated as outpatients. Our fourth RCT is the DYNAMO study. This was published in the Annals of Surgery in 2021. It was a prospective, multi-center, open-label, non-inferiority RCT conducted in Spain. They included 480 patients, all with uncomplicated diverticulitis. There were no significant comorbidities, patients were not immunosuppressed, patients were not septic, and patients had not used antibiotics in the prior two weeks. The intervention was symptomatic therapy with ibuprofen and acetaminophen, and patients were discharged if they had obtained symptomatic control. The comparator was antibiotics with symptomatic management and discharged if they had obtained symptomatic control. The primary outcome was the rate of ED revisits with admission to the hospital. The rate of ED revisit in the no antibiotic group was 3.3% and it was 5.8% in the antibiotic group. That's an absolute risk reduction of around 2.5%, which allowed them to conclude non-inferiority. There were also no differences in the rate of ED return visits, the need for pain control, or complications. Also, no one in either group needed emergency surgery. This was an open-label trial, which is an issue but usually that biases in favor of a therapy like antibiotics. 
the trial does demonstrate non-inferiority with no antibiotics, and almost all of those point estimates look worse in the patients who received antibiotics. So that's the RCT data. What do the actual guidelines tell us? The American Gastroenterological Association 2021 guidelines recommend that antibiotic treatment can be used selectively and not routinely in patients who are immunocompetent and they have mild, uncomplicated diverticulitis. They do recommend antibiotics for patients with uncomplicated diverticulitis if the patient has comorbidities or they're frail, they have refractory symptoms or they're vomiting, or if they have an elevated CRP above 140 milligrams per liter or a baseline white blood cell count over 15,000. They obviously recommend antibiotics for complicated diverticulitis. Also, if there's uncomplicated diverticulitis with a fluid collection or a longer segment of inflammation on the CT scan. The next guideline we'll look at is the 2020 World Society of Emergency Surgery Guidelines. They recommend to not prescribe antibiotic therapy in immunocompetent patients with uncomplicated diverticulitis without signs of systemic inflammation. The third set of guidelines comes from the American Society of Colon and Rectal Surgeons from 2020. They recommend that selected patients with uncomplicated diverticulitis can be treated without antibiotics. The fourth set of guidelines comes from the American College of Physicians in 2022. The American College of Physicians suggests that clinicians initially manage select patients with acute, uncomplicated, left-sided diverticulitis without antibiotics based on low certainty of evidence. They also suggest that most patients can be managed in the outpatient setting as long as they have uncomplicated left-sided diverticulitis. The final set of guidelines that we're going to look at come from the World Society of Emergency Surgery, the Italian Society of Geriatric Surgery, the Italian Hospital Surgeons Association, the Italian Emergency Surgery and Trauma Association, the Academy of Emergency Medicine and Care, and the Italian Society of Surgical Pathophysiology. These 2022 guidelines suggest that antibiotic therapy should be avoided in immunocompetent elderly patients with uncomplicated left-sided diverticulitis without sepsis-related organ failure. These guidelines do recommend antibiotics for patients with complicated diverticulitis. All right, so with all of those RCTs and those guidelines, where does that leave us? I do think no antibiotics are appropriate in select patients. You're backed up by RCT evidence and also guidelines with this. However, you do need to be selective. The patient has to have uncomplicated diverticulitis. That means there's no abscess, there's no fistula, and there's no perforation. They need to be stable and have no significant comorbidities or immunosuppression. You also need to ensure that you've controlled their symptoms, they can return if they get worse, they're PO tolerant, 
and that they haven't used antibiotics in the past two weeks. In summary, the literature and the guidelines support no antibiotics in select patients with acute, uncomplicated diverticulitis. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Stay safe and healthy, everyone.